Hello everyone, it's Irliana Samsara back with the 40th episode, the big 4-0 of Star Sound Speaks. So, welcome to the show. Um, I It's Saturday afternoon, February 29th, leap year day, and uh, I was just coming out of yin yoga, my wonderful yin yoga, pro- it's a very deep, quiet, insightful yoga, which doesn't involve all that jumping around, you know, not that we don't love jumping around and doing vinyasa, vinyasa poses and hatha vinyasa, but yin yoga is a really deep practice where you take a pose and you hold it and you go deep within. Or as our, my teachers say, you don't do the pose. At some point, the pose does you. So anyway, in that meditative state, I was getting all these messages to, you know, get up out of Shavasana when I'm done with the final resting pose and go make this podcast. And it's about the astrology of the coronavirus and creative. The message I got was call it creative solutions for coronavirus. So obviously, this is very much in the news. And um, when I checked the, um, the the news just now, on um, checked in online, and it said that the first death has just been recorded in the U.S. A man in Washington State um, has just passed on from the virus, and of course our thoughts and prayers go to him and his family. And um, it's clearly, this is something that's rapidly moving, and it's. Um, People are expecting this to develop in the United States the way it has in in other countries. Um, Even the Center for Disease Control a few days ago, uh, I think it's the day of or right before the press conference that Trump spoke about, uh, they were saying it's important for everybody to take this seriously and to be real and to get some food, you know, put some food aside and you don't know, you know, where this could take us or how long or what kind of, um, you know, an imposition in our in our daily life. So just, you know, be like a good Boy Scout, Girl Scout, right? Be prepared and, and have food on hand, food and supplies. So that's good news. And that's certainly being responsible, right? Where this is, as we know, Saturn and Pluto in Capricorn. This is not a year for la la land and escape or denial or pretension or pretending. So we're not going to stick our heads in the sand. We're just going to be real and move forward. Um, it, there's always a great capacity, especially in a Saturn-Pluto conjunction, for fear to come up. Understandably, you know, Saturn uh, can rule fear and melancholy and depression, and you know, Pluto can can take us down a, a deep, dark rabbit hole if we let it. But every sign, of course, has as what I call it the high road and the low road. So, what would the high road? What would the empowered? Uh, Saturn-Pluto opportunities be? Well, it's certainly about resting control of our destiny, standing in our power, and allowing things to fall away, Pluto, right? Let old structures die, and let new ways of being come forward that are regenerative and are sustainable. So with that in mind, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to dedicate this this podcast to how we can be powerful and creative and um, in our power. <clears throat> so as I was contemplating that, I remembered back, of course, to all my years, as I have shared before, I had done many, many years before I went public with my astrology practice. Uh, I had spent decades, really, in sound healing and energy medicine. So there was obviously a reason for that. So I could share it with the world. And now on a podcast, sharing with you 
the various the wisdom that I received from that and how I can see how we can creatively and practically apply these things to assist us during these timings. So no matter where we live in the world, and I know there's there are people out there listening and um, I, I know who you are. I see you on my on my uh, podcast uh, platform. I know there's there's many different countries, and it's uh, very exciting. Um, you know, India and uh, Pakistan and Russia, and you know, it's like really cool. So, um, very great that we are all together and all listening, and uh, let's all, you know, we're all. This is all about empowerment. So, um, anyway, having said that. Uh, going back to the sound healing and energy medicine conversation. So what we, when I learned when I took my, my ma- master training, that we, different spiritual masters that, that taught me and, and uh, my community in sound healing. And what we, what we are very present to is that sound shatters density. So the easy way to, um, to relate that, uh, you know, in a, in a visual, if you think about you know, the opera singer shattering glass, singing a high note and shattering glass, right? There, there's, a, there's a quick example. Um, but we have had many great examples throughout history. Um, I think of Edgar Cayce, Edgar Cayce, who was the, what they called the sleeping prophet. And you can look him up on, um, on uh, YouTube videos and on just Google his name. C-A-Y-C-E is how he spelled it. And uh, he was a great, um, the sleeping prophet, he would go into a trance, he lived in the 1920s and 30s, and he would go into this kind of altered state and he would receive information about health and healing and he would relay it. And the KC Library, is the, which is called ARE, the Association for Research and Enlightenment, documents um, an enormous body of work. It's actually, I think, the world's largest uh, archives for natural holistic healing. So you could say he was either the or one of the main pioneers of holistic healing that started way back in the 1930s. So you can look that up and and check that out. Uh, amazing information. But one of the things he, he said, and it was a, it's a famous uh, quote attributed to him, was that the medicine of the future will be its sound. The medicine of the future will be its sound. And you know, thinking about all the work I did with not only vocal toning, but crystal bowls, quartz crystals, singing bowls. These are quartz or any number of um, various um, gemstones, uh, quartz being the most common and uh, most easily available. Um, they emit sound and vibrations. So these sound waves um, bathe the body, right? So. Um, you could get yourself a crystal bowl if you really desired to, um, and or you could, and, and that will literally the cells will um, it will shatter density from the from down to the cellular level. It will really move things. So I want you to consider that you know during this time when we are going through this this you know intense like an initiation you know into this higher level of consciousness that saturn and pluto are really calling us to do um, we can use these tools and really make the most of them and not only elevate our physical bodies but we elevate our consciousness so obviously that's where it all resides and the physical body is just a, a, a reflection of of our consciousness. So sh- sound shattering density, Edgar Cayce, 
The medicine of the future will be its sound. Think about crystal bowls, vocal toning, even just making tones. You can tone the vowels if you think this is a you know, really woo-woo conversation. <laughs> if you wanted to tone A or E or whatever, um, and just sit and listen and li- allow it to reverberate into your in, deep into the cells. You might even want to take your thumbs and plug them up in your ears and then listen to your sounds as, and tone with your ears shut. And then you can really hear the resonance, how it goes down to the bone marrow. It's really pr- quite profound. Well, so Edgar Casey, he was one of them. Um, of course, the um, the Tibetan monks. If you ever Google and listen to their sound, uh, t- uh, the toning and the the overtone chanting that they have long been known for centuries. They have they have done this, and those deep uh, tones. And sometimes you'll hear them clanging cymbals and bells and banging drums. And those are all about driving out density you know, shaking loose from lower realms of thought uh, that, that keep us trapped in our consciousness. So, um, you know, Tibetan monks, there was a story I read somewhere years ago that there was a group of Tibetan monks that actually came together and levitated a boulder using sound. So they chanted, and in the chants, and of course coming together in that, that all aligned as a group on that frequency, they literally broke the gravity matrix with sound. So it gives you an idea of what can be accomplished when we put our minds to it and we come together, either singly or as as a group or group of people, and how much outrageous change and transformation we can affect. So intention plus sound equals manifestation. Very cool. Uh, another example of um, of sound uh, shattering density. If if um, you if anyone is out there who is Christian or raised Christian or remembers Bible stories, the walls of Jericho, right? Joshua. There was a, that, that old gospel song. Joshua fought the battle of Joshua fought the battle of Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho, and the walls came tumbling down. How did Joshua do that? trumpets he had he circled the city like six times or something on the seventh time he and his his all of his his uh tribe right they they brought down the walls they sounded the trumpets and the sound frequency shattered the density of the walls so um so there you have it and then they were able to take over the city so um again intention though it's not just that you're blaring a trumpet you you want to align and really get focused so this saturn pluto uh, conjunction and 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 these next six weeks mars is marching through capricorn lining up very shortly will align exactly with saturn and pluto um in in the sky at this degree right now uh, since last week and through the end of march as i've said in previous podcasts mars is going to be activating going through the sign of capricorn well we've had our eclipses in cancer and capricorn for the last two years so mars coming along and it's like a relay race you know you're running and you kind of like high five people standing behind you on the side of the road it's like mars is like doing a high five to all the eclipse points at various 
uh, all the eclipses that in Cancer opposing and conjunct, right? And everything in Cancer and Capricorn, he was bang, 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 bang for the next six weeks, activating each of those particular eclipses, 10 degrees of Cancer, 10 degrees, of 15 degrees of Capricorn, right? So he's either lining up with or opposing every single eclipse since July of 2018. That's a lot of movement. Mars is the get it done, action forward guy, right? And and Capricorn, the achievement, ambition, you know, what are we going to achieve out of this? Are we going to cave in to fear or are we going to stand strong and power forward? It's our choice. It's our choice. So Mars moving through these is giving us these outrageous opportunities like okay we we know what we how the kind of compassionate empowered society we want to correct, connect with and create we know the kind of families and family karma we want to erase and hopefully have or or at least in the process of examining that and healing that right that has been a very big theme for the last couple of years family karma and dissolving those bonds that have um, held us, you know, captive. And um, so this is like, hey, you, all right, we talk, 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 bring it. You know, Mars is like, okay, let's, let's do it, right? Action. So in this case, especially in this window right now, which, yes, of course, it's, no one's denying. It's a, it's a very intense window. We have this shutdown happening. The Dow Jones dropped thousands of points. Um, tourism affected Italy, you know, and Japan and China. They've, they've taken their schools and they've shut the schools. I mean, 200 million kids in China are not going to school. The entire country is, is going online right now to get through this. Who knows how long this will be? You know, so yes, these are massive changes that even if the virus doesn't come to your country, even if it's, you're not affected or it doesn't spread in your country, even if, if that, even if that doesn't happen, we're all affected, you know, because the, the, for example, the, something like 90% of all the pharmaceuticals, virtually all the pharmaceuticals, the ingredients come out of China. So if they shut down, then everybody feels that. Apple computer, the same thing. They, I think virtually all their the computers are made over there. So parts and computers, you know, there's a supply chain that has been greatly interrupted. So it's affecting all of us. So this is a time of empowerment, getting real, and using the tools that we have. Sound and mantra, ancient tools. They brought down the walls of Jericho they can bring down a virus. Seriously. It just a matter, it's just a matter of you standing up and saying, okay, I'm intending that I am in charge of my health and I am not going to get into fear. I can move beyond fear. I have a choice here. And I can use many things, yoga, sound, you know, positive thinking, um, you know, the mantra recitations, holy vibrations, all of these things to empower oneself. Um, so yes, Tibetan monks, you know, they can levitate a boulder. You can bring down the walls of Jericho. You can bring down the crown. Um, so uh, that was another interesting thought I had as I was prepping for my podcast was, wow, look at the symbology of this. The crown, coronavirus, corona, it means crown, 
well, Saturn rules crowns, right? I've said this before in previous episodes, and Pluto is rules viruses, you know, epidemics, viruses, toxicity. Well, Corona, virus, Saturn, Pluto. Well, the crown, when you think about Saturn and Pluto in the sign of Capricorn, Capricorn rules, you know, monarchies, right? So we saw that toxicity when, you know, back in January when Harry and Meghan left, right? They were like hasta la vista to the British crown. And that's what we did, right? In 1776, we were like, okay, uh, we're done. You know, we're, we don't want to be held under, you know, the Americans were saying, you know, sorry, we're done. Thank you. We tried to work this out. It ain't working. We're going to start our own little, we're starting our own government. And we're done with the crown of England. So here it is again. Here comes the crown, right? That was the last time Pluto was in Capricorn was during, before and during the American Revolution. So here we go again, right? Here comes a crown. What's our choice going to be? Are you going to cower to it? Are you going to cave in? You know, Saturn rules caves and Pluto rules caves. You know, so are we going to cave in or are we going to pull in like like you could say self-quarantine you know on the inner planes we can go pull within do the work and move forward come out of this bigger and stronger this is a choice we have and this is where astrologically the planets are all giving you know lined up in these frequencies that this is the opportunity of a lifetime seriously i think we're all pretty clear about that Um, When I gave my talks over the last year, gosh, I I started speaking on this about a year ago, preparing people. I'm like, okay, people, next year, it's going to be intense, right? Paradigm shift, regime change, a regime not only in the outside physical, you know, external, you know, we saw Brexit and all that. Brexit and Brexit and and, uh, what's, you know, in our country too, in the United States, we've seen all of this. And yet, um, and yet on the inside too, you know, it's like a regime change. Like what kind of new reality is, we are being called to create this. And what kind of new reality do we want to create? What, how can we create something that's empowering where we're not enslaved from the past? What old thoughts have to go, right? That's our basic Saturn-Pluto conversation. So Saturn in and being the crown, you know, I just love the fact that here it comes again, 248 years later, Pluto and Capricorn. Oh, here it is. Are we going to let a crown run our life? Well, do you want to? Do you want to be miserable? Do you want to be sick? You know, do you really want to do that? I don't think so. But you, you know, we it's a free will planet. We have the choice. So last year when I was doing my workshops, the image that I selected to represent the choice that we have for this outrageous transformation or potential for transformation was a picture of a butterfly cocoon. And uh, this was a great uh, shot, a beautiful photograph I found on unsplash.com. Thank you, Unsplash. Awesome royalty-free photography for those of you interested. And um, this photo was three stages of a butterfly as they went through its, its transformation from a caterpillar to a butterfly. So there were two chrys- chrysalises, right? The chrysalis is the cocoon. The first one was the caterpillar had already, we couldn't see, it had wrapped itself in a green, opaque, 
uh, cocoon. It almost looked like latex rubber, that, that thickness, totally opaque, bright green, right? So lots of life going on. And then, uh, and so it was completely, you could not see, right? So it's like saying, okay, the outside world, it, it has shut itself out. In order to transform Codex, we have to eliminate all distractions, focus on ourselves, pull in, wrap ourselves around. It's like he quarantined himself, right? In the, in the cocoon, willfully and intentionally focused, right? Intention, we said earlier, intention and mantra equal manifestation. Well, here the caterpillar's intention was, I'm gonna transform. And so he wrapped himself in this cocoon. Well, however long that takes, right? Doing the work on the inner. Then the middle one was a cocoon, but it had become transparent. So instead of the bright green opaque, it was now this thin, transparent, translucent uh, covering. It, was, it almost reminded me of like one of those like Vietnamese rice noodles, you know, those clear noodles. It was like a clear sheath, pretty clear. So clear that you could see the wings of the monarch butterfly, the colors, the orange and black stripes of the, of the wrapped up wings. So it had become that butterfly, but it, had still, it was still wrapped up tightly in the cocoon. So it was in its stages, but it wasn't quite ready yet. <clears throat> and then the third was the, the third image was the butterfly completely out of the cocoon, a beautiful monarch, right? End product. What most people um, don't know is that um, in the chrysalis, in the process of transformation, what we didn't see in this photo, and I want to point out here because it's very relevant to what we're going through with our with these intense transits of 2020. The caterpillar has transformed. It's in the final stage, and it has to stick to it and see itself all the way, all the way to the end to get that reward. So Saturn and Pluto together are causing us to work, work, work like we've never worked before this year. When Jupiter joins up with Saturn and Pluto, it's going to be well, they'll, it'll first get tight with Saturn and Pluto. Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto will be in a very rare triple conjunction around May 14th. So that's, that's intense. First, we're going to have Jupiter and Pluto conjunct around April 4th. And then we'll have Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto pretty close, within three degrees of each other. Then the rest of the year, the second half of 2020, Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto, those three, the big three amigos, contraction, expansion, destruction, and regeneration, right? Oh, that's all. That is, no, nothing happening here, right? <laughs> those three guys are going to be really kind of tag-teaming each other. They're going to go a little back and forth and retrograde, but they're all going to be within about three degrees of each other. So, yes, that's intense. So um, when I was saying earlier about the, the cocoon, the, the final stage of, of, a, of the process of a butterfly transforming is when we were saying earlier about the, the cocoon being in that translucent stage where you can, you can see the transformation has taken place, but there's just this one little more of that stage finishing, right? The, the um, 
it's ready to come out. But they say that it's like the hardest part is right before the end because there's what we could call amniotic fluid, you know, fluid in the sac, in the chrysalis. And the butterfly has to go through a very narrow opening. And as he does, he is, as he goes through that opening, of course, it's tight. It, it's a struggle. And he's got to push and push and heave, ho, right, to get through that narrow passage. And that's it. That's when he gets through that, he's done with everything. He's the butterfly. But the it looks very intense and, and hard. And it is. But that serves a purpose. That serves a purpose. It actually presses out the constriction, presses all the water that's kind of like waterlogged wings. It compresses all the water out. So that's essential for the transformation. You can't be a butterfly if he comes out with soggy wings. It's, he won't fly, right? It's useless. He has to go through that constriction process to complete the process. So think of that this year as we go through this. It's like we're in that that narrow hole, you know, or maybe some of us haven't started to work on ourselves yet. And, you know, hopefully we can use this opportunity or wherever we're at in that process. Just know that it always, my mother used to say to me when I'd get really despondent of things, bless her heart, rest in peace, mom. But she always used to say, um, it's always darkest before the dawn. And that's basically the same thing, the butterfly in the passageway. So yes, it's heavy right now. You know, I will tell you, it's it's going to get heavier, all right? It's not it's not a pleasant ride, as we know. This is not, like we said earlier, this is not the, the time for frivolity and, and la-la land and, and all that. It's about getting real. And there's a reward, because at the end of the year, Jupiter and Saturn will emerge into, kind of like maybe that, maybe it is that butterfly coming out. <laughs> Jupiter and Saturn will go into Aquarius, uh, Saturn will be in there for good. You know, I always said in earlier podcasts, we'll see a little preview in around March 21st for a couple of weeks or so. It'll be at zero degrees. So it's kind of showing us, you know, preview of coming attractions. But it'll finally, it'll dip back into, in a retrograde, back into Capricorn. And then at the end of the year, Saturn is going to be in Aquarius for the next two and a half years. So the age of Aquarius, you know, progressive, futuristic um, world community, humanitarian brotherhood, you know, all of these qualities, this is the potential and it's saying, okay, let's bring it. Let's literally build it, physically build it and energetically build it. So that'll be in, and Jupiter joining in, in that sign in Aquarius, Jupiter and Saturn conjunct side by side in December is going to be outrageous. I mean, it'll be, you could say it's the reward for having gone through, it's like a, you know, ta-da, right? Where you've done the work and here comes Jupiter. It's a mercy, you could say, that we are given uh, and, you know, out of all the hard work. <clears throat> so just to kind of give you those uh, metaphors and analogies, the symbolism, like we said, coronavirus, you know, <clears throat> who's in charge? Who's going to wear the crown? You know, are you going to wear the crown like you're going to empower yourself in your destiny? Um, or are you going to give your power away to some, you know, crown? Like we didn't, we decided not to do that in 1776. The, you know, Americans said, no, we're, we're done with tyranny. We're not going to be governed by some outside force that's 
telling us what to do, right? This is about seizing your own destiny and saying, okay, I'm in charge. What do I want to write? So anyway, that's about what I want to say. Um, uh, one other thing is, the, uh, and I'm going to, I think I'm going to have my, my dear friend and sister, Shatab Benavari, on this podcast. She is a yoga master. Um, she is going to, uh, I'm going to ask her to share about mantra and the power of mantra and sound. And we can get into deeper conversations and some outrageous stories about that. But I just want to leave the podcast, leave you all this week with this one um, one experience. I had chanted the Gayatri Mantra, the mother of all mantras. This is one I brought up in last week's podcast. Gayatri is G-A-Y-A-T-R-I. And it's called the mother of all mantras. And it's it's from Sanskrit. And it's about leading ourselves from darkness into light, from truth to immortality. It's, it's, it's an outrageous uh, mantra. I remember once, a few years ago, chanting that. And I chanted it 108 times. So I have mala beads, prayer beads. There's 108 of them, right? It's a sacred mathematic, 108. And I chanted the entire, it was a four-line mantra. And it took probably a good you know, if you wanted to get linear about it, 40 minutes, 45 minutes. But I got to tell you, I was so high on that, that energy. And it's, it's about protection and blessing. And, and uh, you know, all of those protection and blessing for sure with Gayatri Mantra. That energy stayed with me for hours. I was riding this current like the bhav, they talk about the bhav in yoga, and it, it was this incredible current, and I felt so peaceful and so elevated. You can imagine all of the outrageous, uh, the, the tonalities and the sacred uh, syllables in, in Sanskrit uh, that uh, elevate the body, like literally raise it. So I'm sure if you took my stats as a medical technician, my blood pressure would have dropped, my immune system would have skyrocketed. You know, I mean, this is, and these are, there are scientific studies that have been done with mantra. And so, you know, that, that show the beneficial effect. So I would say mantra up, you know, they take your crown back and mantra up. Um, and there's outrageous, the Gayatri mantra, you can go on YouTube and hear different renditions of it. Uh, David Pramal is awesome. Uh, Shri, um, uh, Jayutal, J-A-I-U-Tal is U-T-T-A-L. He's incredible fusion, right? He takes ancient melodies and blends them with reggae and, uh, and soul and, and uh, R&B. And he, he's just outrageous. So there's, there's many different artists out there. Um, experiment and play the, if you're not familiar with them, time to get familiar with them. These are an outrageous uh, uh, assistance for us. Sound medicine, right? The medicine of the future will be its sound, while the medicine from the past has also been its sound, and for thousands of years. So um, anyway, with that, I leave you, I bid you adieu, as they say, in <laughs> and uh, for now, and uh, we'll, we'll meet up again. Hopefully I'll have Shatah in the next one, but if not, um, for sure, we'll, at some point. 
Um, so all for now. And um, I'm, of course, I'm there for you. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's great hearing from you all. And um, I will, um, we'll, we'll keep moving forward, keep empowering each other. If you need a session or a brush up or anything I can do for you, please, you know, shout out Irliana at starsoundastrology.com. Uh, again, this is Star Sound Speaks, Irliana Samsara. Have a great day. Namaste.